from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Live at PNC Arena. Again, to help reinforce that is WaltRoughHurricanes.com. Uh, Walt, 4-2 Canes wins tonight. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, no. No, I'm not going to do that, Dennis. I'm sorry. Okay. So I'm right then. Yeah, sure. Okay. We're going to go with that. All right. That's it. Show's over. We're all there done. There we go. That's all right. A- easiest interview Walt Ruff's ever done. <laughs> all right. Now, Walt, in le- le- legit question here. So you're saying that wasn't legit? The no, Canes I mean, are... it was, it's, a, it's a factual statement. Okay. All right. Just check. This, this is an actual question. From what we've seen in the three Canes wins, blowouts, 5-1, 6-1, 6-1. stopping them from doing that again tonight? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think we saw in what didn't go their way on Sunday in game three. It was, I mean, first time in almost four years that mm-hmm. the team gave up eight goals. I mean, you just don't see a team that's as structured and as sound defensively as the Carolina Hurricanes are giving up eight all that often, right? I mean, it was just a weird game from start to finish. And yeah. I don't think by any means we'll see them give up eight tonight, but that's obviously what didn't go correctly. What stopped them was New Jersey's big dogs. Um, a lot of lost 50-50 puck battles. Again, just a whole bunch of atypical stuff that we're not used to seeing from this team. And quite frankly, I don't think we'll be seeing again for a very long time. Walt Ruff joining us here, Carolina Hurricanes team writer. Walt, we hear so much the Canes talk about playing their game. Mm-hmm. That's the message tonight. If they can come out, play their game early, they can take care of business, win this series. But to you, a guy that's around this team so often, sees that game, knows that game as well as anybody. What does that mean to you? Whenever I hear that phrase, I always, I'm, whether I should or shouldn't be doing this, think about the folks who are just getting into hockey. And yeah. I want to try and make that as accessible and digestible to people maybe who aren't as familiar with the game because it's a hockey cliche, right? Yeah. We hear it day in, four day check, out. Four check, four check. Exactly. Like, my goodness, what does that mean, right? So what the Carolina Hurricanes are trying to do, they're trying to take care of business defensively. Mm-hmm. They're going to try and get it to the red line. Someone's going to get it behind New Jersey's defense. And you're going to see guys making beelines for that puck. That's the stress game. That's the other one. They're trying to make New Jersey make mistakes in their own end. I couldn't think of a more perfect example than Jesper Foss, fourth goal the other night for the Hurricanes. It was just so typical of what that means for this team because it was, you know, Dougie Hamilton swings behind the net. Looks like he's going to have the ability to get the puck out of the zone. He makes one pass to his defensive partner. I believe it was Jonas Siegenthaler, mm-hmm. but he's got a hurricane already on him and yeah. he makes an error two seconds later, boom, it's in the back of the net. So it's causing chaos and problems for the opposition in their defending end, which in turn creates offense for the Canes. That's what it means to play their game. All right. So it's all about speed in mm-hmm. that regard, because you have to be quick in order to get that. It's not just a, yeah, you have to be physical, but you can't just, it has to be a balance of both physicality and speed essentially is what you're telling them is what you're trying to tell people out there because yeah, you can chip the puck in, but if you don't have speed actually getting into the zone, then well, it's going to be an easy outlet for the other team coming right back the other way. But you talk about things starting defensively being sound defensively when Carolina is at their best, it's between the blue lines is I think is where they win games because they don't let any easy entry into the offensive zone. Exactly. Much of what we were just saying about how the Canes get it into the opposition zone. Mm-hmm. The other team is trying to do the same thing. Sure. It's just that they don't have as much success. We see because it's quick retrievals, like you were just saying, speed. It's getting back to the puck, too. It's not only when you have the puck and you're trying to chase it down. 
It's when you know you need to start swinging play the other way, too. And that's what guys like Brady Shea and Brett Pesci are so good at. I mean, there's so much made about Brent Burns and, you know, how good he is. And he's deserving of every bit of that. Jacob Slavin as well. But I think that's the reason why we've seen guys like Jalen Chatfield succeed as much yeah. as he has this season. Because he moves his feet so well. And when the opposition is trying to get pucks behind the Carolinas defense, they don't have a whole lot of success because they're quick getting to the puck and just one or two steps makes all the difference in getting that puck back out of the zone. So that's why Carolina has as much success as they do in that realm. Well, we've been building to this here in the city as a hockey market here for a long time. Five years, five straight playoff runs under Rod Brindamore, Don Waddell. Dennis and I were talking about this earlier. The opportunity might be now. They might not get a better chance than this. They might have better teams than this. We might not have a better team than this. How much do you think they need to seize this opportunity now? And do you think this might be the best one that we see for a while? It's a big moment for sure. You're spot on with that, Pat. And I can't help but agree in the sense of a lot of people will say, oh, next year's the year when you look at some of the cap space becoming available and yeah. some players who are under contract for next season. But it's hard to win seven playoff games, let alone eight, right? And then right. once you win eight, you're halfway there. You know, you, you've got the momentum. You're building something. And this team is not, you know, squeaking by there. Yes, the first se- first series, excuse me, went to six games. This one, they've got an opportunity to close it out in five, potentially get a couple of rest days going into what could be an Eastern Conference final series. So, yes, I agree. They definitely need to try and jump on and seize the moment. The team will look different next year, point blank. but they're here now and they've got a legitimate shot to do this. I heard you guys talking in the previous segment. Yeah. There's no Tampa. There's no Boston. Some of these powerhouses are out of the way. It feels like an open game for pretty much anybody. And that's why this you know, feeling of belief has come about. I mean, my goodness, look at where we were this time last month. Yeah. This time last month, the yeah. team came off of a three-game road trip getting swept by Nashville, mm-hmm. Buffalo, and Ottawa. Oof. Yeah. Talk about a complete 180 and yeah. things. And there's a real belief now, not only amongst this fan base, but in the room too. Like, hey, we can do this. Walt Ruff, Hurricanes.com, joining us here live on site at PNC Arena. Get you set for game five. All right. My final thing uh, for you, Walt, is this game five against the Islanders. That series to me was played much tighter than what this mm-hmm. series. Like, every game has been a blowout in this series. I think knowing what we saw, especially in game four, we saw Lindy Ruff in the second period, the New Jersey Devils head coach, call timeout. That New Jersey was just – had the look of complete, completely dejected and was just, can we go home, please? That's just That was the thing. Like, can we please go home? And I think that Carolina, if they jump on on this team today, is a much different than we saw against the Islanders. I don't see the mental toughness and pushback from New Jersey that we saw, that we saw from the New York Islanders. I just have not seen it so far in the series. That's a fair assessment for sure. I mean, New York, the Islanders are a, are a bit more of a veteran team, right? Yeah. There's some young some studs on New Jersey. Yeah, exactly. And that's a big difference this time of year. And guys who, you know, have been in these playoff games, been in these situations, they know what it's like. There's a lot of cats on this New Jersey club who haven't been there. And that's not a knock on them. It's just the fact of the matter, right? I think something to watch for tonight is in games, both four and five in the first round series against the Islanders, it felt like a lot of guys, especially off the start, kind of afraid to make a mistake you know yeah. you don't want to be that guy who's making the turn at new jersey had big time trouble on tuesday night turning the puck over they were giving it away left and right if they do that they know they're in for a long night yeah so i think you're gonna see a lot of guys that might be afraid to make mistakes tonight which makes the start all that more important but say how, how important is it for carolina to, to jump on them early like they did in game one 
in game one, the, the Devils were coming off that seventh game against the, uh, against the Rangers, had to travel here, and they jumped all over him right there in the first period. But knowing that, what you just said, how important is it Carolina come out just guns a-blazing in this one? A great start is always, almost always, going to be indicative of how your night goes. If you can jump on a team like that, right, mm-hmm. except forward, game four in new jersey i mean my goodness the devils were all over the hurricanes in the first five ten minutes that was ugly they did well they responded accordingly that's that's what it was i mean because those first 10 minutes i got to be honest with you fellas i was looking around in the press box like oh my goodness we're going to six games again again. that was some weird stuff going on there but they had the adversity and they had the bounce back what i would pose the question in return is what hasn't this hurricanes team faced yet They've been in a hole early. They've responded. They've been in a hole until the end, and they found ways to come back late. So I just don't – I feel like we're almost running out of situations that Carolina hasn't been in this season. Again, regular season playoffs are different, yes, of course, but I do feel like their makeup consists of allowing them to have that, quote-unquote, we've-been-here-before type of mentality. Oscar, quickly, Mm -hmm. favorite guy to talk to in the Hurricanes (sighs) locker room and why? Oh, that's a that's a good one. And one thing I'll kind of spin away from that for a second. I want to say how grateful we are or how fortunate we are to have a locker room of guy, genuine good guys. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in some locker rooms where that's not exactly the case. Guys are completely unapproachable. Guys are mean. <laughs> guys are rude. It's really, you know, we hear the fans talk about how good these guys are. A lot of good guys in that locker room. I don't know if I could give you one. I'm going to have to think about it, Pat. Maybe this is my way of buying another invite to the show. I don't know. But um... you're always invited. Seth Jarvis. You know, personally, I I enjoy talking to Stastny a lot. He gets you a good quote. You know, the key is to kind of get these guys off their rocker a little bit so they're not just devolving into, well, the four check, we got to get the fuck in the dirty areas. You know, if we do play our game, we're going to be just fine in this one, you know? Yeah, that, that's every hockey player seems to have a Canadian accent, even if they're not from Canada. That's my <laughs> that's observation. Very fair point. That's WaltRuffHurricanes.com. Check out his work there. Also follow him on Twitter at WaltRuff. Thanks for your time. And uh, we'll be talking to you in the Eastern Conference Finals as Canes are winning it tonight. Look forward to it, fellas. Thanks for having me. All right, that's Walt Ruff. Check out Carolina Indie Fest at the Strawberry Jammin' Festival in Sanford this weekend. Go to visit SanfordNC.com for details. We're going to talk to Cat Campbell here in a sec. Uh, well, actually, we we actually still have conversations. Uh, we're actually not here at a break yet, so um, you, I gotta leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you gotta leave. I know, I'm out of like, here. I, I don't want you Thanks, to like, awkwardly sit there. It was just. <laughs> Are we in break? For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It seems like every night, for the most part, in this playoffs as a whole, it's been a different guy. Now, this series has been Jordan Martin up. This Absolutely. series. We 10 points. Ask, yeah, we, we, that's the thing. We haven't even mentioned Oh, uh, it's actually nine. They took an assist. Oh, you're them. right. They it's, did. Yeah, actually, nine. he was saying uh, yesterday that he didn't. He didn't really mind. Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't mind as long as they're winning. I know, knowing Jordan Martin, he does not mind at all. But in four games, nine points, three goals, six assists. We haven't even mentioned his name yet. But it goes to show you that Carolina doesn't rely on its top guy or its top line every night, because we've mentioned Paul yeah. Stastny, Stephen Nason, who's floated all around the lineup throughout the season. He's playing on the top line. 
to kind of provide that net front presence and size alongside uh, Sebastian Ajo and Seth Jarvis. We've seen Jack Drury making great plays. We've seen Jordan Stahl make great plays. Nate just finally had the Martin Nate game that we expected him in game number uh, four, where he had those pair of goals, but also was great defensively. So it's all throughout the lineup that we've been seeing. And then I'd say the glue that holds it all together, Sebastian Ajo. Yeah. He's that superstar. He's the one that's always in the mix, creating the plays. He's the difference. And the formula right now is clicking. It is gelling. It works, and we're seeing the results. Let's go to the Heaster Automotive Group hotline. We turn to WRL TV5 Weathers, Cat Campbell. All right, Cat. It's not super hot. Feels like it's in the upper 70s, low 80s right now. Kind of feels like I'm at the beach the way things are feeling right now. But those UV rays are a little high. Uh, do I need do I need some sunscreen? Do I need a fan? Do I need a tent out here if I'm out here tailgating? What do I need to be ready for my tailgate? I think you'd be good to go with some sunscreen today and some sunglasses for sure. Mm -hmm. Get the grills going. It is perfect tailgating weather today. Temperatures are in the lower 80s right now, but the humidity is nice and low. By the time the puck drops, temps will be in the upper 70s. And then as you leave the game, we should be in the upper 60s tonight, hopefully for a big celebration after the game. We can lock it in. Kat, I know you are a huge sports fan. We were at Durham Bowls opening day together. You wore two different Mm -hmm. jerseys. Yeah. At that game, how many Canes jerseys do you have, and what is your favorite type of tailgate food? All right, favorite type of tailgate food is actually pizza. My dad, we go to oh, all the NC State home football games, and he has this little travel pizza oven, and oh, okay. he just started making them, and it's so unique. I mean, it's just something you don't see happen out at the tailgates much. So I think it's a fun kind of signature tailgate food that we do in our family. As for how many Canes jerseys that I have, so they are shared between the weather department because jerseys are expensive. And uh, we wear them for the Canes games, of course, and when you see our forecast. And we have about four back there. We have a couple different colors and a couple different types, but they're always, most of them are one-size-fits-all, so I have to actually, like, tie rubber bands and clip them on the back so they fit me when I do the forecast. Cat Campbell, WREL TV5 Weather, joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline, giving us the tailgate weather report. Now, if if the Carolina Hurricanes don't win tonight, and I know the Hurricanes are on the road in New Jersey on Saturday for a game six, again, if they don't win tonight, if I want to grill out on Saturday, because it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. again, it's the weekend, it's perfect time to grill out. What's the weekend weather forecast looking like for, for this upcoming weekend in case I want to grill out before game four on Saturday? I'm sorry, game six on Saturday, if we even have it. You know, let's say we're not going to have it. But just, That's in, fair. Case, I respect just in that. case we do, we, uh, you know, I think it's not going to be all that bad. It's going to be very summer-like temperatures in the mid-80s, more humid on Saturday. And there will be some scattered storms like you would see on a hot, humid day. Those would mainly be in the evening on Saturday. So you may run into a few issues. You may be safer off just watching it at a local sports bar or something like that. But be sure if you're out there tonight, meteorologist Mike Mays is actually going to do live weather from the Canes game. He's going to be out at the tailgates. He just walked by and waved. Make sure to say hi to him out there. All right. We'll look for Mike Mays already here. Uh, Kat, final thing for you. What's your prediction? I know last game we had you on game two. You told us the Canes were going to win, and they did. I did. What's I didn't your give you the right number. But... You, you, well, you said 3-1, well, They and the Canes did only give up one goal. So, you were in, me, in my opinion, you were right two out of three, Canes winning and only giving up one goal, and that works in our mind. 
Okay, I'll I'll take it. I think that the Canes are going to win again tonight. We have such a strong fan base. How can they not win? I know everybody's going to bring it. A lot of my friends are going tonight. I'm jealous that I'm not there and that I have to work. But I think the can- the Canes are going to win tonight. Um, I would give it for tonight. Do I have to pick a score? Or can I just go with? Yes, someone? sure. Yes, absolutely, a score. Okay, I'll go. I'm going to go three one again. Three one. Okay, I like it. I like it. That's Cat Campbell, WREL TV five. Thanks so much for your time. Really do appreciate it. And I know you're going to be Thanks tuning for in having tonight. Me guys. Sure. Have fun That's out there. Cat go Kane. Thank you. A true forecaster right there. Absolutely. Giving us the predictions. I mean, she knows she's got graphs and stuff. She looks at she does. Uh, and big thanks to Kat joining us on the Heath Automotive Group hotline. She actually not only she to give us the, uh, the winner in game two when we asked her, but I realized she actually had UConn winning the whole thing. In no. the NCAA tournament. She actually had UConn in her bracket. So, yes, Cat Campbell, great at predicting sports. Yeah, UConn, great, great analytics team, sports. which speaks to the scientific brain of the meteorologist Cat Campbell. I'm going to have to go to her for more sports betting information. That, she yes. knows her stuff. Yeah, she's going to give you all the data and all the numbers. And something she mentioned about the fans here, about the re- that's the reason why Kane should win game five is, is, is because of the fan base. We'll, we'll dive into this in a little bit uh, later on in, in the show is – Carolina Hurricanes fans, we know that PNC is the loudest house in the NHL. It is proven fact. Others may beg to differ. It's been disputed. No, no, no. But we've got some science. We got got the the decimal levels. And when visiting teams constantly say, yeah, that building's just different to play in than any other road game, it's because the fan base here makes a difference. I want to see from, from what we've already known with the New Jersey Devils and that team, they get rattled easily. Very easily rattled. We saw it in game one when they had their push there early in game two and Carolina withstood it and they pushed back that that when that six, one win, Mm -hmm. this place was just going absolutely nuts. New Jersey couldn't handle it. So here's my thing. It's an intangible difference in this game, but if this crowd from puck drop all the way through that first period, doesn't stop. Okay, don't wait for a goal score or a big or a, or a big hit or big Mike with the Vuvuzela doing the horns for the Let's Go Canes chance. Right from the get go, right from the get go, you can rattle this New Jersey Devils team because they are young, they're inexperienced, and they don't know how to handle it yet. This crowd reminds me, Dennis, of kind of that Nashville crowd when the Predators were on their way when up. When they made the Stanley, the Stanley Cup, Cup run. And you turn on the TV, and I was working in a different market at that time, you turn on the TV, you'd see the towels and the fans going crazy the entire game, and you're like, this is what hockey's like in Nashville? Yeah. And I think that's the moment we're having here right now in Raleigh where the secret is out. That's kind of been my one of my storylines, my go-to themes throughout the season. You go to that outdoor game, the secret was out. Yeah. People were like, what? Where are the Carolina Hurricanes are in Raleigh? I thought it was in Charlotte. No. Yeah. This is a real city. Yeah. This is a growing market. It's one of the best places to live in America. We talk about the weather. It's fantastic. Yeah. The college scene, incredible. And we have a hockey team here that is dynamite to watch, to root for, to go see. You know, this building, it's aged a little bit, but that's part of the charm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's 25 years old. It's so different than a lot of other buildings around the NHL or really just across pro sports as a whole in terms of indoor arenas but yeah the secret is out but for some reason some reason i talked about this a lot yesterday national media for some reason doesn't want to continue to give it any credit they talk about this team 
like they're like an NFL team that doesn't have a quarterback. Yeah. And, and that's kind of a lazy analogy because this isn't football. It's hockey. And it isn't dependent on one superstar player yeah. like that. And they also talk about the Hurricanes like they're boring to watch. Do you see these goal totals? They talk about Carolina. goals in four games. They talk about them like there's some, like, defensive team that wears you out with some boring system. Like, again, like an NFL analogy, like the Tennessee Titans or, like or something. Like a soccer team that parks the bus and wins its, you know. Exactly. That doesn't shoot. That holds the ball. Yeah, but they're physical when they're needed. But they're not like a, a dirty, uh, kind of grinded out team like, say, the Islanders are. That's yeah. not this team's style. It's fun to watch. It's exciting. It's, yeah. And we all know here the fan base, me being part of it, is a rabid one. And I say that in a great way because it's it's true. It's but now that you mentioned, yeah, the secret's out. Show tonight in front of a national audience again that yeah, this fan base knows its stuff. This fan base is the most passionate in the NHL. I don't care about your Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't care. I don't original care. six. What I do, I'll care. I do, get, get your Montreal Canadian stuff out of here. I don't care. They may have larger fan bases in terms of, yeah, they've been around for 100 years or whatever it is. I get it. They have a larger fan base, but this is the most passionate one. And show that again tonight. Show that again tonight. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.